All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Outside the Uprights. I'm your host, Dylan Graham, joined as always by Zach Miller. And this week, we have an absolute banger for you. It's hate week. And here in Iowa, Iowa State versus Iowa, it's a top 10 matchup. I don't know how many times it's happened. Probably not very many. We cannot be more Never excited. We are, we are stoked. So we're going to spend a little bit of time recapping yesterday's cowboys Bucks game. Spend a little bit of time talking about Oregon and Ohio State. And then we're going to dedicate the rest of this rest of the time we have to hate week. So let's get right into it. Um, I know that you were at work, so I didn't really get to, see, get to see much of the game last night. I think that the Cowboys look legit. I mean, we've seen how talented they are on paper for the last couple of years. And then last year you lose Dak and you lose Zeke. Um, I, I, I really do think that the Cowboys could be legit. Um, you, they showed it last night. Obviously, they didn't get the win. Give Tom Brady a minute 47, and that's all he needs. But um, they looked really good outside of Greg Zerloin missing early. Um, they, they looked really, really good. And I, I think that, you know, with what they showed last night, I think that they – I might change my predictions. I think the Cowboys are going to win that dumpster fire of a division. They, 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 they just looked – really, really good, and we kind of, for the first time in the last few years, saw all that talent come together. Um, C.D. Lamb was unstoppable. Zeke looked a little slow running the ball. I, I did see some problems with Zeke, but Dak looked great. Dak arguably played better than he's ever played, um, coming off the horrific ankle injury from last year. So I guess, I, like I said, I know you didn't get to watch it, um, but do you have any any take on that and things like that? So I'm I'm looking at the box score right now, and the fact that C.D. Lamb caught seven passes for 104 yards that that blows my mind. But at the same time, people know what Dak can do. People were excited for what Dak could do when he came back. So. I, as of right now, I could see Dallas winning that trash division. But I also want to go off that. Um, so how come Zeke didn't get that many opportunities to run? He just didn't look good. Um, he got stuffed at the two twice on a big drive. He, 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 he really just looked slow to me. Um, is the best way I can put it. He looked like he was running the ball real scared and real slow. Is really, like I said, the best way that I could put it. Okay. Because that, that was all over my Twitter timeline. Uh, yeah, he just – he didn't look good. Okay. Um, well, how, did, how did Tampa look? And I'm not just talking to Tom Brady. I'm talking about everybody else. Good. I mean, Antonio Brown had 117 yards receiving in the first half. Um, that's something that we haven't seen from him in, him in a long time. Um, Jesus Christ, it seems like Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski have been playing together for 19 years now. Um, so that shows. Um, the front seven looked great again. You know, Dak was under pressure all game long. 
So, then that's another thing, just the way he looked with that much pressure that he was under. Um, it seemed like he was getting hit or had someone in his face all game long, and he still was able to stay composed, stay in the pocket, and make plays. Um, but Tampa looks like the, you know, the defending Super Bowl champions, and that's why they're 1-0. And that was not as bad of a game as I thought it was going to be. I thought Tampa was going to come in and blow them out, and that was – the Cowboys look strong. Also, I'd like to mention the Cowboys don't play another playoff team until week 11 when they play the Chiefs. So for as good as they look, if they can keep that up, this, that's, this could be a really big 10-game stretch for them. Knowing the Cowboys, I see them splitting. Yeah. I, <laughs> I or or maybe that. like a six and four. Yeah. I could definitely see it happening. Yeah. I think everyone can. <laughs> All right. So we'll jump into a little bit of it. We got Oregon. We got Ohio State this weekend. That's the only other outside of number nine and number 10, Iowa and Iowa State. That is the only other. Um, top 25 matchup that we have. He played at Ohio State. I mean, it, I, I'm i not putting my money on Oregon, that's for sure. Um, yeah. It's Ohio State's game to lose, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, especially the fact that it's in Columbus. Um, and apparently – there's been talks that Oregon's like top defensive player might be out for the game due to uh, ankle spurring, I think. Kayvon Thibodeau. I did see he's that. Of, he got hurt last week. Yeah. Nice. But, I mean, even if he does play, I don't think it'll be enough for like Oregon to come out on top. But if he doesn't play, it's probably going to be a lot worse than if he was playing. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like I said, I think it's Ohio State's game to lose no matter what they, you know. Uh, they're the better team on paper. They played better last week. It's just, like I said, I think it's their game to lose for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, well, then I'm going to turn it straight into the where the energy is going to be the highest today. We are just two days out. From the biggest game in Iowa until next year comes around. Iowa and Iowa State, top 10 matchup. Iowa coming in at 10 in the latest AP poll. The Cyclones dropped to nine. I am stoked. Absolutely stoked. Um, I can't wait for the energy inside and outside of Jack Tri Stadium on Saturday. Um, college game day is back. It's a big, big deal out here in Iowa. Um, just initial thoughts, man. What's going through your head? Well, the first thing that's going through my head is uh, the fact that this is Iowa State's first time as a favorite since 2000. And I want to say Iowa State won that game 24 to 17. So I'm just – I'm hoping it could be a, a repeat situation. 
Right, and you sent me something yesterday that I found super interesting when you sent me this. Um, Iowa State is one and four against Iowa, I believe, when it's 80 degrees or hotter outside. And looking at the forecast, it's calling for some for some hot weather on Saturday. It's going to be hot out there. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about it, but I found it really interesting. Um, yeah, I just I, – I didn't – you know, I, I would never have even thought about finding that. Um, I still don't know how you found that, but uh, I'm not to worried Twitter. about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not worried about it. I don't think that I was a better team. I would say it's a hundred percent. Now um, you're getting Charlie Kohler back this week and, um, you know, energy is going to be running high. You're already in Iowa football fans and players heads. And, um, you know, those are some of the things that come with hate week. Who's going to, who's going to, um, block out the noise the best and right now it looks like Iowa State's blocked out the noise and uh, I was all upset on Twitter about the uniform choice and it, it, it really looks like one side has blocked out the noise and is focusing on football. Um, I was won the last five meetings and I'm, I, I'm excited to see that uh, that streak come to an end on Saturday. Since since you brought out the like the weather record thing, I, I want to bring this out too. For Iowa in its last nine games as a road underdog, Iowa has just won one of those. It was last year at Penn State where they won by 20 points, 41 to 21, as a one point underdog. Iowa is also two and seven against the spread in those nine games. So. I mean, that's another thing that you can't be worried about, but that's just an interesting fact that when you look back at it and depending on who wins, oh, okay. Yeah, if you're a betting man, bet the spread, bet the house on Iowa State. Um, They don't lose this game. I don't see it happening. I think Iowa State dominates both sides of the ball. Um, And I'm going to go as far as saying we've seen special teams mistakes come back to kill Iowa State in these matchups. Um, I'm going to go as far to say this. Iowa State's going to get the ball to start the game, and they're going to take it to the house, and they're going to set the tone. Um, There's just a buzz around it this year that we haven't felt in a long time. Um, Obviously, we haven't – you know, every rivalry is going to be, you know, a lot sweeter this year. Um, We finally have fans back. Everybody went through a really hard time in 2020. It, was, it, it really was a really tough year for a lot of people. Um, we, we have fans back in the crowd um, at full capacity. Everything's kind of getting back to normal. Um, there's there's just a buzz around it this year. Um, and, we, you know, we saw the early scare for Iowa State. Um, you were texting me during the game. I was listening to the game on the radio in the parking lot. Um, it, it was scary. Uh, you and I came out, looked strong. Iowa State, you know. They didn't play like a top 10 team in the country last week. We, you have to admit it, unfortunately. They came out with a win. And at the end of the day, only two stats matter, the wins and the losses, and they won. So you can throw everything from last week away. I don't care how many yards they threw for, how many yards they gave up, who they played. I don't care about any of it. They won the game. 
you're going in to the biggest game of the year, one and oh, the biggest game until you play Oklahoma. Bet the house, Iowa State, with the spread. D- don't forget, this is Iowa State Super Bowl. This is Iowa Super Bowl. <laughs> if, if anything, yeah, especially since they don't play Ohio State this year. Yeah, Iowa I, I State's got bigger fish to fry when you come to Oklahoma. Um, Texas. You know, then Texas. You know, they did. They, 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 yeah, Iowa takes this game as a Super Bowl. Um, for Iowa State, it's, it's a week two matchup. Um, I cannot wait. I am stoked to get up at 2.30 in the morning tonight <laughs> um, just just to get to Ames and get to game day. Man, it's going to be fun. And like I just said earlier, bet the house. Iowa State's winning, and they're winning with the spread. With the spread? With the spread. What's your What's your prediction? Oh, boy. We will go. Iowa State is a six-and-a-half favorite. What? Did they, did it change this morning? I got Iowa State six and a half on my app. What uh? What app are you using? I'm using Yahoo Sports. <laughs> okay. I was just confused because ESPN has it as four and a half. Well, but really, I'm it's taking... really, really, it's a one and a half because the home team usually gets three. Three point favorite right away. I'm taking okay, so I got six and a half on mine. I'm taking state by two touchdowns. Thirty-eight twenty-four. You heard it here first. Bet the house. To hell with defense and it's gonna be a low scoring game and all that. To hell with it. We're putting points on the board this weekend, and Iowa State's going to do it in a hurry. As much as I love that, as much as I would love for that to happen, that way Iowa fans finally shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> you you know I've gotten more humble and humble every every year, every season. I I don't think I was they can put 38 on Iowa's defense. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. My prediction 21-17 Iowa State. You're too down to earth, man. Well, you know, for me, it just comes back to I I really do think that so far Iowa State's won the mind games. Um, Iowa wanted to come in and wear their blackout unis and aims and um, <coughs> all that great stuff. And Iowa's been all over Twitter and people aren't happy. And um, I, Iowa State's won the mind games all week. Um they're gonna, I think they're going to come out and punch punch him in the mouth real quick. And Iowa doesn't – hasn't responded well in the past to getting punched in the mouth real quick. Um, I, I think we're going to see a big game from Brock Purdy. He has his number one target back this week. Um, 
Yeah, Iowa stops the run great. But they played Indiana. It's not saying much. You beat up on Indiana. Awesome. Um, now go deal with Brees Hall and Charlie Kohler. And they not to mention they have a pretty good guy getting them the ball. Um yeah, I, I think they're gonna punch him in the mouth early. Um and I don't think I was gonna respond well, and I think it's gonna be a two score game. I uh I just want to throw this out there. The Iowa Indiana game was at home, right? Or the Iowa, yeah. Iowa Indiana game was in Iowa City. Yep. Okay. So Iowa City was probably sold out, right? No. No? No. At least not um not at the time I looked. I seen on Thursday that they were not sold out yet. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm trying to do is Spencer Petrus looked. He's last week. Yeah. I think he passed 13 for 27. Sounds about right. This will be his first actual road game with the full crowd. Full full crowd. In In a hostile environment. So if he's looking like that at home with a non-sold-out crowd, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do in Ames. Yeah, I mean, you're walking into a a stadium that doesn't like you. Um, He hasn't played in a crowd like that ever in his life. Jack uh, Trice is going to be sold out. I've been looking for tickets all week. I will put this out there. Cheapest ticket I've been able to find, guys, is $200. Um, the, the Jack is going to be buzzing. It's going to be loud. Um, you're going to have to rely on a lot of signals. You're not going to be able to hear. Um, it's it, it's going to be real tough to play offense in that in that environment, and we haven't seen him handle pressure yet. You know, he's he I, he's a Big Ten quarterback. He's a Kirk Ferentz quarterback. Um, we're going to hand the ball off 25 times a game, and we're going to throw it 25 times a game. We're not going to over overrun the field with passing the ball. And I think you're going to have to do that to keep up with the scoring in this game. I don't think that you're going to be able to just jam the ball down their throats. And the same thing goes for Iowa State. I think Iowa State's got to throw the ball if they want to be successful. Again, I think Charlie Kohler plays a huge impact on this game. And, you know, Brock Purdy was out there playing without his number one target last year or his last week. Um, that, that's going to be huge to have him back, and they're going to be able to throw the ball at will. Um, Yet yeah, you do have to look out for the DBs, the Iowa. I mean, they took two back to the house last week. Um, did you just? But both of them were on ill-advised throws. You have to know when, you know, when to just throw the ball away or when to just dump it down. Um, Indiana struggled with that last week. They tried to force two throws, and they both got picked and t- taken back. Um, so Brock Purdy has to be smart, but at the same time, he came in as a Heisman um, in the Heisman race last year. And this year he's not in it. He's got something to prove. Um, no better way to prove it than in week two. 
yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to go off what you said about how Charlie Cooler has a big impact. Obviously, like you said, he's Brock Purdy's number one target. But also, he is a major factor in the run block game as well. That's that's why Iowa State runs the three tight end function is to help on the run block support. And Brees, Brees came out and said that he missed reads, which I think I think he's going to come out and show showcase. I think Brees is going to hit the hundred yard mark this week. Yeah, I mean, and you guys, you have guys taking accountability. Hey, we screwed in a game that they won. Hey, we screwed this up. I missed this. Um, we got to be better doing this. It, 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 it's that's what made that's what separates good teams from great teams. Because a lot of guys sit there and say, "Hey, we won. Who gives a shit?" Um, yeah. On to the next one. Yeah, and then these guys focus on that and they say, "Hey, I screwed this up." let's fix it. And um, I think they will. I think they'll come out, they'll fix it, and they're going to look really damn good this weekend. And I cannot wait to be outside of Jack Trice. Um, Depending on how I do at work tonight, I might be inside Jack Trice. We'll see. Um, I'm stoked, guys. I really am stoked. Um, Again, this is a huge, huge day for football in Iowa. Um, The state is – buzzing right now there's just a, a buzz around a- everywhere you go I mean I was at work last night everybody's talking about it and man will you work for me on Saturday I, I forgot to take the day off for the game please man I want to go to the tailgate and I want to do that like it, there's just everybody in the state wants to be there and um there's a reason that people there's people sleeping outside of Jack Tri Stadium right now um and there's a reason for it. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be great for the state just to be, you know, have that back. Um, hopefully everybody stays smart, stays safe. We know it won't happen. Um, someone's going to get arrested and <laughs> someone's going to end up where somewhere they shouldn't be. But, um, you know, again, I can't wait. I'm super excited, guys. So am I. Yeah, Zach, Zach's not going to go to game day with me, unfortunately. I'm getting up a little too early <laughs> to meet up with Zach. Way too damn early. <laughs> me and Adam are heading out of here about 2.30 tonight. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, I'm stoked. I cannot wait. The energy is high everywhere you go. I cannot wait to be surrounded by hundreds of thousands of people outside of Jag Trice tomorrow and hopefully surrounded by thousands inside. So we'll, we'll uh, see. I am going to plug real quick for uh, for some of these um, conversations that we have. You guys can probably start to see what we see before we talk about it via both of our Twitters. So I'll go ahead and um, have Zach throw those in the description of this, but go ahead and watch that. I'll have updates and stuff like that for Iowa State and um, just some of the things that we're doing. I think that 
when we go to Manhattan together for that K-State-Iowa State game, I definitely think that they'll all have some stuff going on in there um, for you guys. Um, we'd love to start getting some more fan interaction via there and other places. So um, I'll have Zach go ahead and throw both of those in the description when he posts this. Um, but, yeah, again, I would just can't reiterate it enough. We love all the support from you guys. And, um, again, we do this just because for the fun in it. Um, it gives us an hour to sit down and talk sports with each other every week. So thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to do this every week. And uh, go Columns. I also, I also want to throw out there, if you're a snowflake, don't follow me because I don't want to get your panties in a twist. But uh, um, also, before we end things, I also want to point out what ESPN College Football posted on their Instagram. The Big 12 is staying together. The Big 12 presidents and chancellors voted to accept BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF into the conference. In a statement, the Big 12 said the four schools were approved unanimously by the eight continuing members. So. Interesting. People think it's not a Power Five conference because Texas and Oklahoma is leaving. But I'm going to tell you this right now. It's. Yeah, we're in football season. That's what, like, the biggest sport is. But people also need to realize that's going to be probably the second best men's basketball conference once they join the Big 12. Yeah, that's going to be huge um, in the basketball world. Um, and I think that um, this will be a good opportunity for some of those teams that have um, like UCF, UCF's applying to come to the Big 12. Um, you know, they, they had the undefeated season and they won the bowl game and all that. And they, you know, they declared themselves the national champions. Um, I think this just gives them a chance, um, gives them a shot to be in a division and really see how you're really going to play big teams. Um, you're you're going to play Iowa State. You're going to play – you know, West Virginia, Virginia TCU. TCU, Texas Tech, you're going to play big teams, um, whether, you know, they're playing at super high level right now. Those are all historic programs. Um, go in and beat them and you get your chance. Um, so I, I think it'll be good for those schools, you know. Really, I think it'll be good for us so we can just stop here, here in the, oh, we should be here. Not like go beat them now. You have no excuse. Mm -hmm. Go win <laughs> straight up. Go go win football games now. Uh, something else just came to mind. Uh, with those with those four schools that I listed: BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF. There are now sixty nine teams in the Power Five. I also saw that. Um, I wish that I didn't have to say that I also saw that because the answer I want to give was nice. Oh, <laughs> I, it, it's just meant to be. It's meant to be. 
I'm I'm excited. I cannot wait. Super stoked. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for all the support, all the love. Make sure to check out our Twitters in, in the bio or in the description. Um, everybody stay safe this weekend. Don't do anything dumb. If you're listening from Iowa, you especially don't do anything dumb. Um, but, man, it's a great week for football. I cannot wait. Hate week, baby. Roll clones. It's going to be a hot one. <laughs>